In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugnet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. Um, I know, I know, I know. I say this every single show, but I have to say today is going to be a very exciting show. I have an incredible guest on today who is a high, high-powered individual who is going to help us learn how we can reinvent ourselves if that's what we want to do. But boy, oh boy, she's got tons of business tips and lots of information. So I will start my show off as I usually do, which is with my business tip of the week. So here I was this morning opening up my mail and I came across my membership renewal for AAA. So I had a conversation with my sister the other day and unfortunately, her car had a problem and she ended up on the side of the road and she also realized that her triple a membership had expired and she was on her way to a super important meeting and she was panic stricken she didn't know what to do so thankfully triple a had um reinstated her membership and she was able to get her car towed right away and she was able to hop in a cab and make it over to her business meeting but the moral of this story is as a business professional if you have to drive any place from meeting to meeting please make sure you have your AAA because I cannot tell you how many times AAA has saved me in so many situations. I'm very, I like to consider myself as a very responsible person, but I have to admit, I cannot believe it, but I did actually manage to lock my keys in the car once. It was one phone call to AAA and there they were in a matter of minutes. So I think that's super, super important. So that's my tip number one. Today is a special day. You get two tips from Josephine today. So tip number two has to do with a lot of mom... I know I always say that there's mom entrepreneurs listening, and that's not really true because I get an awful lot of emails from men out there who are running their own businesses. But I just want everybody out there to know, as a parent, it is so, so important to make sure that your children get the proper eye exam before they even enter kindergarten. 
And it's just something that I really didn't realize had to be done. And I'm not talking about going to the pediatrician's office and standing 20 feet away from the chart and the child puts their hand over their left eye and then over their right eye. What I've learned, because many of you might recall that my son has a vision issue. And what happens when you do a 2020 um, test is that it's that test is only telling you that your child can see that font size 20 feet away. It ha- it does not tell you whether your child has tracking issues or um, whether there are other conceptual problems with a child as far as their eyes go. So please, I am becoming a little bit of an advocate. It's super, super important that you have a detailed um, eye exam done by a true ophthalmologist right in the very beginning of your child's life because you will save them an awful lot of headache later on. Okay, so those are my two business tips of the day, of the week. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to do a real quick introduction. I have Marquesa Pet Petway with us today. She is a reinvention expert, a professional speaker, and a business coach. So many of you know that last year I had attended an incredible conference that Tori Johnson had put on in Manhattan. And I had the honor of actually sitting right next to Mark. Marquesa, and um, Marquesa was, I just felt the energy, just sitting next to her, you could kind of feel that energy, that it was a positive energy, she was explaining to me that some of her clients were actually in the audience, and you could actually see who her clients were, because you could actually tell how professional they were as speakers, even when they just got up to ask a question. So anyway, with that, I'm going to bring Marquesa on, and... Um, have her tell us a little bit more about her story. So welcome to Paying It Forward, Marquesa, and thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you so much, Josephine. It is my pleasure. I know I have one of those crazy names. It's actually Marquesa. Just think of the Contessa. Marquesa. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so I have one of those strange names, French name, but uh, I guess it's been with me for a number of years now. But thanks so much for having me, and I'm excited about uh, sharing my story with your guests. Uh, well, thank you so, so much. And thank you for correcting my pronunciation because I have to tell you, that's like one of the worst parts for me personally as a radio host. It's like, oh my gosh, I got to pronounce all these names. <laughs> and usually the guests will tell me an hour after I've said it for an hour. So I greatly, greatly appreciate that. But um, so tell us a little bit about your background. How did you even think to become um a reinventor. That's what you are. <laughs> Tell us. It's it's so funny. Um, I think about my background. Reinvention really came from, I guess, it's the story of my life. And I think one of the biggest transformations I've ever had in my life. I'm originally from Dallas, Texas. Yay! It's all the Texans <laughs> listening or clapping. <laughs> and born and raised in Dallas, went to college in Houston at Texas Southern University. And then right uh, when I was a senior, I got an opportunity to, to uh, intern and work for uh, CNN. 
And boy, was I excited because I was a broadcast journalism major, theater minor, communications wrapped up in there. And I said, oh, wow, this is huge. This is big. I'm happy. Here's the thing, though. I have to tell you, Josephine, I thought I was going to Atlanta. Now, going from Texas to Atlanta is not a huge deal. We're a lot alike, Texans and and folks that live in Atlanta. But I found out that I was actually assigned to the New York borough um, (laughs) on – Live at that time, it was managing with Lou Dobbs, a television show on CNN Business News at that time. And I remember thinking, you want me to go to New York? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, first I said, oh, no, the only thing I know about New York uh, are is what I see on television, Charles Bronson, you know, saving people from dying. And people getting killed on the New York subways. And, <laughs> of course, although I had this dramatic part of me, it just terrified me. So that was my first big transformation, and it just went from there. Okay. Well, that is so, so cool. I didn't even realize that you actually worked at CNN. How terrible is that, Marquise? That so, <laughs> no, that so was fantastic. Just, I didn't want to work there in New York City, and that's where I live now. I've been here since uh, 93, and you know we're in, what, 2012 now. So that kind of yeah, tells but- you. And that was just one of my major reinventions, but that sort of gives you a slight picture of my background. <laughs> Oh, that's so, so funny. So, all right. So tell us a little more. So let me see. Where do I want to start? Did you start as a business coach and then become the professional speaker and then become the reinvention expert? Oh, no. Oh, no. When I uh, just fast forward, I stayed at CNN for a few years, realized I don't like this unless I'm on the air. Um, Because at that time, I didn't, I really thought I wanted to be a reporter. I didn't realize a reporter and a speaker are two different things. I didn't even know professional speakers existed, Josephine. And so uh, I left CNN because it it gave me such a great, um, such great experience behind the scenes. Uh, I worked my way up to associate producer, and then I left and went to work in at AT and T. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and I, not on the business side, on the business side, where some of my clients were Trump, International, Tiffany's, a lot of the big companies, and I stayed there for several years. That's where I got a ton of my business skills from and realized I was a natural salesperson. And uh, fast forward, got a promotion. Uh, I had quite a few promotions, but one of my last promotions was as marketing and communications director. And I was actually going to go from New York to New Jersey, which was fine. I still could live in the city, and then I could drive to work, which I was so excited about. I was practically (laughs) engaged and Oh, wow. Then, before you know it, um, I'm before my chair gets heated from me, you know, sitting in it, uh, uh-huh. an announcement came down that um, the marketing division on the consumer market side within AT&T was getting downsized by 70%. You know the deal. If you uh. just came in, you were part of that. Talk about being devastated. I mean, it landed me in the hospital. I was so overwhelmed. So, um Really, within a matter of months, I made a decision. If I could do anything I wanted to do, what would it be? Forget about the bills. Forget that I have a cat to support. If I had an expensive rent in New York City, if I could do anything, what would it be? And I said, I want to be a professional speaker. I still have that dream in me. And I sort of skipped it a little bit. But while I was in corporate America, Josephine, um, 
I would often get asked to speak at different places. Managers would ask me to come over and train their folks on how to speak. So I really got a reputation for speaking very well. And then I got asked to lead the AT&T would have a national conference every year that the employees would do, and it would be under the, you know, uh, it was huge, put it that way. Oh, my and gosh. I was asked to I, be, you were probably please. on fire. It was, it was, you know, part of who you really wanted to be. I could just see you up there having the entire audience stand on their feet. I don't know. I just see it happening. <laughs> That's amazing. And you followed your dream, and... I don't know. I just kind of feel like you have the power within you to inspire so many people. I felt inspired just by sitting next to you, you know, for a day. And you have so much to offer to all of your clients, which I cannot wait to hear about everything you do with your clients. But before we do that, we're going to take a short break and we're going to be right back. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand comes Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Linda Link is Lindell's first and only internet radio broadcast. Holly, tell us about it. It's really something from my heart that I want to be teamwork um, for the entire community to get the word out about everything that's going on here. We're talking to the entire community of Lindell. This is not limited to just businesses or just parents or just teachers. Simply to get the word out about your cause or your company, you must go to where the people are. And today, people are on the internet. Lindale Link. Lindale, Texas is a growing chain of business, education, commerce, community. Together, Lindale Link can create one strong chain of communication. Check out LindaleLink.com and then check out Lindale Link, the radio show. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand. Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. So, we have Marquesa here today. How was that? Did I pronounce that right? No, you're fine. Okay, good. So, Marquesa, tell us a little more about... Um, what you do for your clients. 
Well, uh, for my clients, I have two different types of clients. I would say, depending on the year, 50% or more of my business involves me going into organizations and reinventing their employees. And I and usually they need a reinvention when they're going through a big change, such as the one I experienced when I was in corporate America. Um, the other 50% of my business is is coaching entrepreneurs that love to speak, that value speaking, um, that really want that professional speaker in their title. Um, I help them build a profitable business. So I sort of have two sides. And, Josephine, you had asked me a question earlier that I always want to be a business coach. Was that a part of it? Absolutely not. It was never oh, wow. a goal, never, ever. It just sort of happened by accident because I got so many requests. Oh, that that's the best way for somebody to probably reinvent themselves because if people are requesting you, it means they have – the true faith in you and want to become just like you. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. So, um, so tell us more. I mean, I just want to absorb everything that you have to tell us. So, um, how does one get started in becoming a professional speaker? I mean, it's something that always fascinated me as well. I can remember um, I came from Wall Street, and I used to give a lot of presentations, and it always kind of made me laugh. When I went and gave my presentation, you know, I was young, out of college, I had my MBA, I got up there. I didn't really know anything, but when I got up there, I would finish my presentation. People would come down and say, my God, you did so great. And I'd look at them like, doesn't everybody do that? They were like, you, you didn't even look nervous. I'm like, nervous? That was so much fun. I, I want to do it again. And I never realized that there's a whole part of the world that doesn't like to get up in front of people. And the people that come to you, how do they feel? Are they Are they already kind of established, or are they just thinking that that's what they want to do? Well, usually it's the target market that I tend to attract are folks that are comfortable with speaking. Um, they want to take it to the next level because when you get to the professional level and folks are paying you, uh, it must be as polished as possible. I mean, you should be able to give a keynote 45 minutes to an hour, and that same message uh, you can give in a full day, say seven or eight hours. So these are usually folks that want to understand how to create a signature keynote, how to productize their message, if you will, um, how to break it into in various income streams. So it just takes it to an entirely different level. But to the point that you just made a second ago, you know public speaking is the number one fear. Oh, wow. That's yes, and, I mean, people would rather jump off a building <laughs> or do all this other stuff rather than speaking. So I find that majority of the folks – now, I do have courses uh, that focus just on presenting with power and uh, public speaking, and those type of courses are ideal for, for people that uh, aren't comfortable speaking. But uh, it's – you know, it, I tell you, it's really for folks – 
it sounds like you because you have a great speaking voice. You really do. And I do remember meeting you at the uh, conference that we met at last year. And if you just love speaking and you want to share yourself with your audience and educate them through listening to you as you are doing with your wonderful radio show, Pay It Forward, then speaking certainly falls in that area. It's just so much fun, I think. Like, I can't believe people actually get paid to speak, Mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so fun to me. But presenting with power, tell me more about that. Well, here's the thing, and you mentioned, you know, how how do you become a professional speaker? Although speaking is your, is your tool or it's your way of uh, connecting with the audience, you're really an expert. That's why the two go together. What uh, I have to remind anyone that, that, that's thinking about becoming a professional speaker, uh, if you want to be successful and last in this business full-time, uh, don't just come, in, come into the business saying, I'm a speaker, speaker, speaker. What does that mean? What is your expertise? So, for example, there are doctors, there are lawyers, there are all kinds of experts um, in this business, and speaking just happens to be the platform that they share their message on more than any other platform, if that makes sense. Yeah, that absolutely does. But I have a question for you. So what happens if somebody is doing a job and that job is paying the bills, and but they have that desire to become a speaker? At what point does... Can somebody shift and reinvent themselves? Like, do you have some advice as far as that goes? Because you obviously don't want to jump ship immediately. At what point does somebody really transition out? Oh, I love that. And when I break down my my reinvention steps, I took it from six reinvention steps to ten in 2011. Okay, that's (laughs) good. uh, The first one of the first uh, steps (laughs) that I talk about in my newly updated one called the Reinvention Roadmap, um, I talk about regrouping. Uh, Sometimes you're doing something, and it it pays the bills. It it accomplishes its objective, so to speak. But maybe you have no passion behind it. And you got to have that conversation with yourself. I'm not happy. This is is all right. I want to do something else. And let's assume that that something else is speaking. Well, I wouldn't say jump ship and all of a sudden join the world of speaking and expect to pay all your bills right away. I think the very first thing you need to do is educate yourself about it, which is what I did. You've got to ask questions. You've got to locate other people that are professional speakers. Ask them, how are you making your money? What are you doing? Tell me, you know, offer to spend a day with them. Be a fly on the wall, something of that sort. You know, go and do your research. Find out what organizations support whatever it is that you're interested in. For me, I I learned about National Speakers Association. I already knew about Toastmasters, but both of those organizations I began to dominate. So you really got to educate yourself. Now, Josephine, I didn't have an opportunity to make that short transition because I got news that my job was going away. But a lot of folks do have the time. I have some students now that still keep their 9 to 5, and they come to me um, within the National Center for Speaker Training to learn how to build their speaking business. 
So oh, that's great. right now they're in that educational side. They're learning, well, what is it about? What am I going to talk about? Who am I going to talk to? Um, how am I going to talk to them? What are some different areas I want to hit on? Uh, you really got to do what any other entrepreneur does and really identify who you are as an expert, how you can most help people. And this is a lesson that anyone can learn, whether you want to be a professional speaker or not. But my point is, even coming into this industry, if you want to be successful, you need to know how to do that. But but you also add in the ability to speak, I guess, speak your expertise to that plate. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. I think that's wonderful. But does this ever happen to any of your clients, I wonder? Does somebody start out with something that they are so, so passionate about and then perhaps a couple of years go by and they don't allow themselves to shift gears. Like maybe what we were passionate about five years ago, we're not so passionate about today. I just wonder if that's part of reinvention, Mike, to allow ourselves to really sit down and say, hey, I was thrilled doing this five years ago, but you know what? Things have changed in my life. Perhaps I got married. Perhaps I had kids. Perhaps I started a business. Whatever the situation is, how does one really transition from that? Oh, I love it. First of all, I think that's a natural part of life. I'm concerned if you don't start to evolve in your life and want something different a year later or two years later. So the first thing is, um, acknowledge that, hey, I'm going to go through a reinvention maybe even two or three times a year. There may be different types of, of reinventions. You may stay in the same business and decide, all right, I want to take it to the next level. You know, um, I want to mm-hmm. help people internationally. So it's natural to evolve. It's natural to change. And I think it makes us better when we want to do that. You know, I think of folks like uh Oprah. You know, Oprah was never comfortable just in one place. If you were a fan of her show, you notice how she constantly changed it and tried something new. And now she's in the middle of her biggest, and I do mean one of her biggest challenges with running her own network, but she's not comfortable in that same space. So first of all, acknowledge that you're in a reinvention, okay? Okay. Have regrouped, which I said is just step number one. Let me just have that conversation with myself and decide I do want to reinvent, then you go into re-engage. And re-engage really involves you deciding, okay, I need to do something different. Then the third one is really answers your question, Josephine, which is reflect and ask yourself, well, what is it that I want? You know, now I'm a mom or now I'm a wife or now I'm a this or I'm a that. Based on my present life, what is it that I want? And I think this is a conversation that so many folks miss. And if you miss this conversation, you'll just choose something out of thin air and waste your time. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to think yeah. about, well, what is it that I want and why do I want it? I mean, I, I t- t- take people through a process of really getting into their head, getting into their mindset, looking at their track record, uh, checking off, this didn't work for me in the past, this did work for me in the past, because it's expected that you're going to evolve. So just be prepared to transition. Just be prepared to change um, and then talk through that change. Um, and then as I continue with the steps, I start to take you through that transition. 
I think that's so great. And I have to tell you, I'm sure a lot of people know that they want a change. They probably sit down and reflect on what they want that change to be. As an entrepreneur, if they're entrepreneurs, I'm sure they can see that light at the end of the tunnel. But I bet you a lot of people put roadblocks up for themselves when they probably don't have to. And we're coming up on a break, but I'm just curious to know if there are roadblocks that one can avoid in order to really become, you know, in order to experience a reinvention. But anyway, we'll talk more when we get back. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Second chances. We all deserve them. And we are all worthy of them. Second chances. With your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on Toginet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. Then be a part of a show that will change how you think, how you feel, and what you do. Give yourself the gift of second chances and see where it will take you. So take a deep breath, open your heart, open your mind, and join host Midge Noble for Second Chances. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Ready for the most current feel-good gossip? Then check out Daytime with Donna with your host, Donna Intracastle and sidekick Nina Fry. Every Friday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Donna is a charismatic market-driven entrepreneur who was part of the team that founded iVillage.com, which is the largest content-driven community for women today. Donna and Nina are here to empower you, motivate you, and encourage you in all aspects of your life. It's like Oprah on the radio. Plus, your chance to win great prizes, all the way up to a $500 Visa gift card. For more on Donna Intracasso, check out her website, introinc.com. Then join us for the show, Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Intracasso, and sidekick Nina Fry. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine. So we're halfway through our show today. I have to tell you, we have so much going on. You're going to want to stay on till the very last minute. Um, Marquesa, our guest, is going to talk about any roadblocks that perhaps people probably put up for themselves to avoid them not um, taking the road that they really need to take in order for them to reinvent themselves. So we're going to do that. Then we're going to finish the other seven steps. Marquesa came up with how to reinvent your roadmap. 
And then we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and Marquesa has five incredible business tips to share with us. Before she does that, she's going to tell us how we can get in touch with her um, and all about her her webinars. So we'll do that on the last segment. But Marquesa, let's go because we have seven steps to do in like 12 minutes before our next break. So tell us... How do we avoid any roadblocks? Because, you know, I just know for myself as an entrepreneur, I could encourage other people to do everything, to do things. And you know what gets me crazy is everybody follows my advice and I should be following my own advice. And I know I put up roadblocks for myself that are ridiculous. And there's got to be a way to, to see signs of that. And how, how can we avoid that from happening? Yes, and step three, which is reflect here, this is the the part, the stage, or the step that involves assessing yourself and understanding your brand. And in this part, if you do it correctly, you will identify potential roadblocks. This is where you sit down. Remember that report card from when you were in grade school? And you re- you're really honest with yourself. You say to yourself, this is what I've done well, my top ten strengths. This is where I suck, my top ten weaknesses and you self-awareness is huge so if you know hey I want to be I want to run my own business let's assume you don't already but you are terrible at finances you're terrible at knowing when to spend money and how to spend it to avoid that or stop that from being a potential roadblock you write it down on your list and you ask yourself okay I know this can be a roadblock what can I do to make sure that it's not a roadblock oh let me go get an account let me find a partner that can handle the financial side of the business so in the reflect step which really takes a lot of time I mean I can do a whole show just on the reflect side you need have me back one day and I can break it down because it involves oh, I'm holding you to that yeah. <laughs> okay we're, I'm writing that down we're going to have a show just on reflection yes okay so now I the think, next one, the next okay. step is step number four, which is redefine. Now that you've broken down and you thought about this is what I do well, this is what I don't do well, this is what I want, then you need to create a vision. And, and you've heard of that. And some people think it's so cheesy to create a vision. But I can tell you, as a person that's been on a full-time entrepreneur since 2005, and I've had a lot of successful clients graduate from my programs, one of them is a darn near celebrity. A couple of them are already celebrities. Um, they really created a vision of what they wanted. In other words, you got to know where you're going before you can get there. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I- I'm all about the vision board. I just redid my office. And I'm working on my vision board right now. And it's so important. I love that. So then the next step that we're going to go to, and it's funny because I make sure I go through my books so I get them all right. <laughs> step number five here is retool. What resources do you need? You can't do all this stuff. And I'm going to share that in one of my business tips toward the end. But, guys, one of your best tools that you could have as an entrepreneur is you've got to be educated. You've got to know, well, what is it that I need? You know, what if, if I don't know how to do something, if I don't know how to market myself, I don't know how to sell, if I don't know how to – uh, close business, whatever it is, you've got to educate yourself and get all those resources. That has been a huge part of my success. So you got to retool. 
And whatever that costs, you got to make it happen if you're serious about getting where you're trying to go. Step number six is refocus. This is what I talked about last night on my teleseminar. Um, In this step, it's called about, all right, it's time to prioritize and organize your stuff. You remember earlier I talked about the vision, right? And then I talked about, all right, now that you know the vision, let's go get some tools you need to make that vision happen. Now that you've got your tools in place or you've made a list of the things you need and you have your vision, now it's time to sit down, pull out the magnifying glass, and start to prioritize because everything can't be a priority. You may have 50 things on that list, but you need to identify the top three, all right? And once you identify the top three, then put something beside it that says, well, what happens if I don't accomplish this? So it may be, you may say to yourself, I'm going to go back to school and get an MBA. Well, if that doesn't happen, what does that look like for you? So you've got to prioritize, organize, be very clear about what it is you want to. And also, if you do this, Josephine, it stops you from going into overwhelm. Oh, it's so, so important. I agree with you so much because as entrepreneurs, it's, I call it the paralysis mode. It's almost like I just know for myself, if I don't have my list of things to do, if I don't figure it out the day before, number one, I never have a good night's sleep. I wake up in the middle of the night thinking, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? It's a disaster. But when I really prepared the day before for the next day, and even if I'm, I work from home, if I walk into my office with my list and I prioritize it, even the top three, the top five, I make sure that no matter what happens at the end of the day, I've got those taken care of. I have to tell you, by the end of the week, I, I have 15 to 25 major things accomplished and I don't go into paralysis. So super important. I love that tip. All right, and then step number seven, re-energize. In other words, is your mind together? <laughs> I can, you can lay out all the priorities you want. You can sit up here and look at your skills and your, your strengths and your weaknesses and your basic skill set. But, Josephine, if you aren't energized, nothing happens. Just- and this is where, and I'm sorry, I'm hearing some noise. Guys, you got to stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> in here working on the building. I don't realize I'm doing a live interview. Okay. That's okay. On the re-energized step, this is really where you've got to get your mind together. This is where you've got to ask yourself, okay, why do I want this? Sometimes as entrepreneurs, we have bad days. You know, things don't work out. We may lose a client. We may not get chosen for a project. Boy, what we go through, Josephine, can be pretty darn heavy. Absolutely. (laughs) And we can ask ourselves on a daily basis, is this what I'm supposed to do? It's not going to be easy. So you need to have what I call it your cheerleading section already in place. These could be people you mastermind with. These would be your coaches, your your people that do exactly what you do. You know, your circle of influence. You need to have these folks in your life. And then here's one little fun part of this step is you've got to identify, well, what do you need to do to re-energize yourself? Sometimes I'll go to a movie and get re-energized, or I'll just watch, I I hate to say it, my guilty pleasure is reality TV. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) That re-energizes Well, that's okay. I love Shark It really does in a strange kind of way. So find whatever, and then I read a lot of nonfiction. I'm getting ready to go to a speaker's conference tomorrow. I fly out. I do not, I mean, when it comes to re-energizing yourself, you've got to do it because it impacts your mindset. Does Does that make sense for you? 
It's so, so smart. I agree 100%. It's just amazing how when you have a clear mind, how you just become so much more creative. I just know for me personally, if I want to write an article, if I've got a hundred things on my mind, it just doesn't work. And I get it all out. I write my list of things to do with a clear mind. It's just so much easier. So having your mind together, re-energizing yourself, even through yoga or taking a walk or whatever you have to do, I think it is super important. So that's an incredible tip. So that was number seven, right, Marquez? Yes, that was number seven. Moving on to number eight, recommit, recommit, prove your commitment in other words. I learned this from one of my mentors many years ago. You may have heard of him, Les Brown. He's one of the most well-known motivational speakers on the planet. (laughs) And during his boot camp, he made us all pull out this this self-made or homemade contract and he said I want you to write down your top five goals in your business and I want you to go find four co-signers and these are this is not your mama or your best friend (laughs) but this is somebody that's going to hold you accountable and when you start to feel sorry for yourself and have pity parties these Mm -hmm. are the people that are going to get you back and say wait a minute I thought you wanted this do you not want it so I dare you to go find four co-signers. So in my book, I completely redid this with the same sort of core at it, and I call it recommit. And this is where, again, you write out your four major goals of your business or whatever your reinvention is. It depends on what you're going through. And then you get those four co-signers. And I call these folks your board of advisors. You know, okay. And I'm telling you, it makes all the difference because this is what upsets me, and this is what I remind folks. We will stay more committed to a cell phone contract than we will our own goals. You're so right. Oh, that's scary, isn't it? Yep, it is. All right, we're on to number nine. Number nine is, okay, um, to really be ready for this reinvention, you've got to restructure your life. You know, there, unfortunately, I've heard some of my colleagues or clients or, or friends or people that I may not even know, they're going through something big in their life. They make a big decision, but they forget to communicate this with their spouse or to talk to their or call a family meeting or make sure that your space is ready. When you're making a huge change in your life, you need to make sure that everything is changed in your life, not just what you want to do, but the people that are the closest to you as well. So you've got to restructure whatever that means for you. When I decided, when I went from corporate and decided to be an entrepreneur, I knew I'd work from home because when I go out and see my clients, I'm usually flying somewhere to speak to a bunch of people or I'm doing training sessions at hotels or something of the sort. Um, I had to set up my apartment for success. I'm in New York City. I don't have a ton of space. So I've taken a large part of my living room and completely made it an office, and it worked. So I had to restructure to make sure that this reinvention is successful. So whatever that means for you, move some things around, talk to people that matter the most, get their support, and then do it. Because if you don't 
get things ready in your life, I'm sorry. Uh, something funny, I just started a new diet. <laughs> Hopefully this will be my last one. I had to get rid of all this stuff I love. I had to throw out the bucket of chicken, Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you got to do what you got to do, even though I feel bad for the chicken. It sounds good, you know. Oh, that's so funny. But Mark Hazel, we're going to come back with step number 10. We're going to take a quick break. Honest to God, this was one of my quickest shows ever in over two years. I'm enjoying it so much, and I'm sure my listeners are too. We have still lots of more information on our last segment. So hang on, everybody, and we'll be back shortly. Thanks. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. The Mary Beth Wells Hour is a talk radio show where we reach out, reach deep, and talk about topics of substance. We'll cover points of interest, such as World War II and the Holocaust, the Vietnam War, the planets and the oceans, skydiving, rock climbing, and much, much more. Join me every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest for sure. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Welcome back, everyone. So, we're going to wrap up our roadmap to reinvention with Marquesa. We're on step number 10. Okay, what's 10? Guess what? You'll never guess it. (laughs) Step number 10 is reinvent. Yes, I had to put that in there somewhere. In other words, this is the step where you say, oh, my goodness, I am reinvented and my goal is accomplished. And the beautiful part about this step, do you think you just stop and you're done? No. No. You start all over again. So I think this may be a good time for if you want, and Josephine, I certainly want to let you lead, but give me like a little less than a minute and I can quickly review the steps. Oh, I would love that. That's perfect. Uh, Step number one, regroup. 
I'm at a crossroads. I need a change. Step number two, re-engage. Ready to start reinventing? Come on, let's go with it. Step number three, reflect. Assess you and your brand. Step number four, redefine. What do you want? This is the visioning part. Step number five, recommit. Create your own contract. Prove it. Step number six, re-energize. Check your mindset. You know, get your cheerleaders around you. Step number eight, refocus. Ready to prioritize and, and ready to prioritize and organize. Step number eight, retool. What resources do you need to make this happen? Uh, step number nine, restructure. Prepare for the change. If you ain't prepared for it, it's not going to happen. And then your final step is reinvent. You are reinventing. Your goal is accomplished. Now repeat it. There you go. Oh, love it, love it, love it. That was incredible. Okay. Now that we have our 10 steps to reinvention roadmap, Tell us how any of my listeners might be able to maybe ask you a question. Maybe they want to hire you as a coach. Maybe they need some help becoming a professional speaker. How can we get in touch with you? Okay, I'm going to give you two different ways of doing this. Remember I said prioritize, right? Uh-huh. Focus right now is I need to reinvent. I want a reinvention roadmap. I happen to be in the middle of my reinvention roadmap teleseries. I think I did call number three last night. I still got two more calls to go. Just go to reinventyouteleseminar.com. Now, if you hear this show a little bit later um, and you're thinking, is it? can I still do it, then you're going to go to, still go to reinventyouteleseminar.com if you're thinking you need a reinvention at this moment. The second option is if you're ready to be a professional speaker, I created an ebook. I recently updated it. I'm so excited. It's called mm-hmm. Five Ways to Start Speaking Now. Um, oh, wow. And it's about 18 pages. I give you several organizations that hire speakers. I, I tell you the organization that I toured with for two and a half years. Um, I give you tons of resources in this ebook. All you need to do is go to nationalcenterspeakertraining.com. Again, that's National Center speakertraining.com. Go there, give me your name and email address, and you will automatically get it in your inbox. How easy is that? Oh my gosh, that is wonderful. Thank you for being generous and sharing that with my listeners. That is really, really nice of you. Um... All right, Marquesa, anything else? How about your Twitter handle? Tell us about that. Sure, my Twitter handle, and it's so awesome with that, uh, my Twitter handle is Speaker Talk. Um, and actually, it's a play off my radio show. I also have a radio show, and it's called Speaker Talk Radio. You can find it at speakertalkradio.com. So if you follow my Twitter handle, I'm actually heading to a speaker's conference at the end of this week, and I am going to share all of these great tips that I'm taking in and that I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That's a good one. I'm going to tweet all these. So if you want to follow my tweets, I recommend you follow me at Speaker Talk right there on Twitter. Speaker talk. Okay, that's wonderful. All right, so Marquesa, let's talk. I usually wrap up my show, which I hate for this show to end today, but let's wrap up with the top five business tips that you want to share with my listeners. Oh, I love this. Yes. Well, the first business tip would be you got a mastermind. You can't do this alone. Being an entrepreneur can seem so isolating. You need to take your ideas, brainstorm, celebrate, share your challenges, whatever it is, with other people that are like-minded. So that's my number one business tip. 
Okay. Number two, diversify your income stream. Do not be naive thinking that entrepreneurs make all of their money one way. Not even professional speakers. I don't care who you are. You've got to diversify your income. All right? Can so you give some examples of that? What is that? Can you give some examples of how an entrepreneur can diversify their income? Oh, absolutely. Um, wouldn't it be nice to know that if you're on your radio show giving great advice that folks can uh, go to your website and buy from you? <laughs> and I call That's that passive good. income. For example, you can post not only post your video on YouTube, but you can go to YouTube and post a short version of your video, maybe two to three minutes, and there's a link on there that says if you want to see the rest of the video, pay here. Okay, so, and another thing I do is um, I make sure my e-zine is sent out every week. That's how you stay in touch with me. You meet people at conferences all the time, but, I, but because I send out my e-zine every week, Josephine, you remembered me, right? Absolutely. I get so many requests to speak, to be on radio shows, to attend my events, you name it, because of my e-zine going out every single week. So and how you complicated want do the e-zines have to be? I know the answer, but I'm just asking the question because I know some of the listeners are probably thinking. How, what was that? I didn't hear that. How when, long you, did it- when you do your e-zines, how complicated, like how much time do you spend doing that? Do you send it out once a week? How much time do you put toward that? Oh, I love that question. Really, guys, keep it simple. I made the mistake of overcomplicating my easing. Folks don't have time to read a bunch. Just give them a few tips based on your expertise. You know, I do a video. Again, I'm using my skill set. I'll do a video, which people love. They'll click on the box and listen to you. Give them a resource, uh, you know, maybe four or five ways to do something better. And then I may put a small little product there in case they want even more long-term learning. And, of course, you put a little mini bio about yourself so they can remember who you are. Um, It used to take me literally a whole day to do an e-zine. It literally took me four or five hours because I put pictures in it, links, you name it, link it to my blogs, link it to my soul. It was a lot of work. Now Mm -hmm. I can do it in about two hours or two and a half hours. And if you really hate doing it, you can also uh, delegate it out. But I love it. And if anyone needs help, because uh, let me... Excuse me. If anyone needs help with figuring out the easy, and I do have a partnership with Constant Contact, which is an excellent provider of easings. If they go to mytechnologyrolodex.com and they they go to the uh, I think it's easing section, just look for Constant Contact on there. If you click on that link and you do decide to create a free account uh, for thirty days under me, then you can ask me any questions you want, and I'll actually help you with your easing. It's made a huge difference in my business, Josephine. I mean, really big difference in my business. It sounds wonderful. And I love the idea that um, that you can do. Your, your videos are incredible. And I have to say, my time is so limited. I have really, really narrowed down what comes into my inbox. And I must say, Marquesa, I love your stuff. You're in my inbox. But the reason why I like what you write so much is because I love those two and three minute videos. And it was funny. I know yesterday you apologized for not having your video because you were having a bad hair day. (laughs) (laughs) That's just reality. And it's kind of funny, but, um, 
But you proceeded to say, okay, I'm having a bad hair day, but this is exactly what I would have said if I did my video. So I think, I think it's really, really good. But when you do your videos, are you doing it right there at home, at your desk with your computer? How do you? I am. I'm right in front of my desktop. I mean, I can do it from my iPad if I wanted to. And I just get right in front of the camera and I just start talking. I mean, just connect with people. Just reach out. And I have to tell you, Josephine, more than anything else that gets clicked on in my e-zines are my videos. And, guys, don't just do a video link because people will say they're going to come back and they won't. Give them a video now there a, a, a live video link of uh, an actual picture you can see it's almost like a steak sitting there that you want to bite into <laughs> <laughs> that's so, so funny i have to tell you a funny story because yeah I actually was trying to videotape myself, and I think I got it figured out that on my sliding door, I could actually take my um, my iPhone and get a rubber band, and if I strategically place that rubber band, I could sit at eye level to the iPhone and record a video, so... Videos to come soon. <laughs> yes, I mean, videos are huge. You've got to do that. Uh, and that takes me to the third one, which is speaking. You know, I don't care what kind of speaker you are, even if you're not a professional speaker. That is your quickest way for someone to get to know you, like you, and trust you. And that's what all entrepreneurs want. So speak to people, talk to them, audio, video, whichever way you can. I'm going to go to the conference, and I'm going to do a bunch of little video things. And say, hey, guys, I just learn this tip, or I may interview some of my fellow colleagues. So, so really speaking, use it to your advantage. Again, you can always go to my website if you need more help on that. Fourth one, industry association. Join your industry association. I don't know where I would be without National Speakers Association and Toastmasters. Uh, whatever it is, I am shocked when someone says, oh, I do this, but they don't know anything about their industry association. You should, everyone should know who you are in your industry, so you need to do that. And the last thing, and this is a, a problem, but I, it, it separates the winners from the not-so-winners, invest in your education as an entrepreneur. Hire a coach, invest in programs, go to conferences, you know, you, you have to pay to play, my friend. And if you don't pay to play, then you're going to be out there struggling, not making money. Those are my business tips. Oh, Marquesa, I appreciate you so much. This was a wealth of information. I have to let all my listeners know my blog is coming. It's going to be live really, really soon. And Marquesa, if it's okay with you, I think I'm actually going to open up with your blog. You'll be my very first blog from, <laughs> from my so radio much, show. How's that? I feel very blessed. Thank you so much. Yes. This is my big, big thank you to you for coming on today, for sharing all of your wonderful tips. And one more time, we're getting ready to close up the show. We have like 20 seconds. How can we get your book? Yes, uh, just go to reinventutelesseminar.com. I am going to send Josephine something special that she can share any way she wants to, and I'm going to send it online. So you can also go through Josephine, uh, reinventutelesseminar.com. And if you want that free ebook, nationalcenterspeakertraining.com. So those are your two websites right there. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you to all my listeners. I know. 
Today was absolutely, definitely one of my best shows in over two years. Marquesa Petway, thank you for being a guest on Paying It Forward. And everyone, I'll see you next week. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,